I'm Larissa, and I want to help you find the best strategy for communicating the magic and wonder of your jewelry brand so you can thrive by doing what you love and filling the world with beauty and creativity. Welcome to the Joy Joya Jewelry Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Larissa Worstiak. Through this podcast, I aim to empower and inspire jewelry entrepreneurs and innovators so they can thrive by doing what they love. I'm passionate about digital marketing for jewelry brands, and I'm excited to share my passion with you. This is episode 94, and today I'm going to share some best practices and tips for optimizing your product descriptions so you can enhance your customer experience and tell the full story of your products in a compelling way. But before we get to that topic, I wanna share a really exciting announcement. And of course, as usual, I wanna share some marketing-related news and insights from the past week that caught my attention. So you ready for my announcement? Did you know that I'm gonna be publishing a full-length book titled Jewelry Marketing Joy? It's all about jewelry marketing and it's coming out in October. So this book is going to be more than 200 pages of comprehensive knowledge and wisdom about marketing your jewelry brand. Whether you're a beginner or you've been running a jewelry business for decades, you'll definitely find something of value in this book. I've been working on this project all year. Literally, it was like a New Year's resolution, a gleam in my eye in January, and a lot of the content is actually even years worth of work. So it's definitely a labor of love, and I'm so excited to share it with you. It'll be available for pre-order on September 15th, and you can learn more and sign up for updates by visiting jewelrymarketingjoy.com. Okay, let's get to the marketing-related news and insights. So first, Facebook recently released an informative report titled Five Global Shifts Shaping the Future Now by analyzing Facebook data and commissioning surveys and third-party research. They've identified some important trends and even explained what they mean for marketing moving forward. The two trends that I thought were the most relevant for e-commerce jewelry brands were one, global community, and no, I'm not making up that word, and connected convenience. So the term global, G-L-O-C-A-L, refers to the blurring of the line between local and global. Many people in the world, as you probably know, are still living under COVID-19 lockdown, so they can't necessarily visit their favorite local spots like shops, restaurants, what have you. As a result, they're instead looking for community online. And as a jewelry brand, you have a lot of opportunities to provide it for them and strengthen your relationships with your target customers. In addition, customers are seeking what's called connected convenience. So they wanna be able to get in touch with a brand and or its customer service team at any time. If you're not already utilizing tools like live chat and connecting with your customers via direct messaging, then you could be unknowingly putting up a wall between you and your customers. A recent article I saw on CNBC.com 
echoes a lot of the points I actually made in last week's episode about creating a full customer experience, even with an e-commerce store. Michelle Whelan, who's the CEO of commerce agency Geometry UK, told CNBC, quote, to succeed in e-commerce, you need to have the right assortment, then make things easy to find, purchase, and get delivered. This is the genius of Amazon, but there are definitely opportunities to make online shopping more fun. Live streaming is one, AR or augmented reality, and other means of enhancing utility is another, end quote. Bravo, Michelle, I definitely agree with that sentiment. More brands need to focus on making the e-commerce experience fun. Not enough are doing that. So if you're not making shopping fun for your customers, then it might be time to go back to the drawing board. You may not be surprised to hear that more brands have been relying on Facebook ads to earn attention, especially as as online shopping is becoming more and more popular in 2020. According to an article from Digiday, quote, Facebook's ad revenue was 16.6 billion in the second half of the year, up 28% year over year, end quote. With the very recent launch of Facebook Shops, I think it actually officially launched today as I'm recording this podcast, many e-commerce retailers will become even more dependent on Facebook as a sales and marketing channel. While Facebook can definitely be an excellent tool for building brand awareness, I wouldn't suggest relying too heavily on it in any way. The same way I wouldn't recommend relying too heavily on your retail partners or and instead ignoring your own direct-to-consumer e-commerce platform. As Facebook continues to evolve and introduce new features, which they inevitably will, we'll be able to see how consumer shopping behavior does or does not adapt to the new modes of shopping online. And I'm definitely looking forward to seeing all that. If you wanna get the links to the articles I share in this segment of the podcast, you can sign up for my email newsletter by visiting joyjoya.com slash sign up, and you'll get a digest with the links whenever a new episode drops. Okay, let's talk about product descriptions. So in episode 84, I shared some tips for optimizing jewelry e-commerce product pages like get reviews and social proof, consider color psychology, use high quality product images and videos and more. However, I never really addressed product descriptions. Why? Because I felt it deserved its own episode and that's what today's all about. With my background in creative writing, I don't know, a lot of people don't know that I actually went to school for creative writing. I have a master of fine arts in the subject. It's a huge passion of mine. So product descriptions are definitely something that I love talking about and doing. I personally love them. I love the challenge of them. I actually find them to be extremely difficult to write. So if you're a jewelry brand who's having trouble doing them in-house, don't worry. It's even hard for the professionals. Not only is the short word count very limiting, but finding new ways to say something about the same kind of product or product category starts to get really difficult. You have to push your boundaries sometimes when you're writing product descriptions. As you know, the word beautiful gets old really fast. So keep listening to find out how to improve your product descriptions, which will not only enhance the customer experience, but also help you tell your unique story and make your products come to life. 
So the first tip for writing product descriptions is to keep your target customers in mind always, the whole time. If I haven't already driven home the point on this podcast and my blog posts and any sort of way that you interact with me that you need to know your target customers, then here is one more, but probably not the last reminder. You need to know and imagine your target customers when you're writing product descriptions for them. Is she an educated, creative professional who enjoys reading literary fiction in her spare time? If so, maybe you wanna write some more poetic product descriptions. Is she a Gen Zer whose primary method of communication is text messaging? If so, maybe you wanna write short and conversational product descriptions. Regardless, you need to understand the types of messaging your target is customer is used to receiving and then emulate those formats so that she can really relate to, to your descriptions. My second tip, embody your brand voice. If your brand were a person, how would he or she describe your products? Before you even get to the point that you are writing product descriptions, you should understand how your brand communicates with customers. Is the tone excited and hurried? Or is it elegant? Is it youthful and mature? Whatever it is, you need to figure that out. For a great example, one I recently found is the e-commerce website for Cornelia Webb. That's a jewelry brand that is, as they describe it, inspired by the landscape of bodies. This designer is really committed to environmental consciousness and she considers how her designs affect both the wearer's physical and emotional well-being. I think her product descriptions, like one I saw for her warped multi-stone ring, really capture her brand voice perfectly. So I'm going to read it for you. Quote, a ring to fall in love with over and over. It's a very special piece with the contrasting shapes of semi-precious gemstones. The style speaks of past times for a bright mission, the one we all have going forward, end quote. She then, it later in the description, describes some of the healing properties of the gemstones that are included in the ring. Now, whether you like that description or not, if you went to this brand's website, you would 100% understand how this description really reflects the brand identity. So it's not so much about, do you like it? Do you not like it? It's more, does it actually speak to the brand? Does it feel like the same person who is the brand would be saying or communicating this product description? That's key. My third tip, you definitely wanna consider search engine optimization when you're writing your descriptions. So no one really knows for sure how much including SEO keywords and product descriptions impacts a website's search engine ranking. And I, I say this all the time, if you're not Google, you don't work at Google, then you just, you don't have all the answers about SEO because they keep those things really guarded. But it certainly can't hurt to optimize your descriptions for Google. So actually, according to a document I found on Shopify's Help Center, the e-commerce platform suggests adding SEO keywords to page titles, meta descriptions, alt tags, and your page content, which is basically your product descriptions on your product pages. 
But before you can even add the keywords, you have to decide which ones you'd like to target. So that involves some research. When you're brainstorming new keywords, you'll wanna consider words and phrases that describe your business and products. You'll also wanna brainstorm keywords that are relevant to the location of your business. After you brainstorm those keywords, you'll wanna use a tool like Moz or Arefs to check the keyword difficulty and search volume of each keyword to see if it's even worth pursuing. Again, in this process, you'll wanna strike a balance between low keyword difficulty and high search volume to increase your chances of ranking for any given keyword. I went a little bit off the rails with this very short SEO tutorial, but I just wanted to give you a little taste of what's involved in doing keyword research. That might be something that you want to outsource to an SEO expert, but now you kind of know what's involved. My next tip for writing product descriptions is to tell a story whenever possible. So. Of course, your product photos, as beautiful as they are, they can be worth a thousand words, as the saying goes, but they can't express everything about your product. They just can't. According to research from De Beers, consumers have been making more meaningful jewelry purchases during the COVID-19 lockdown. In fact, 56% of respondents to this survey felt that gifts should be meaningful over and above being practical, functional, or fun. So if you're looking for new ways to show your customers how your jewelry can be meaningful, then you'll definitely want to focus on refining your product descriptions because that's really where the meaning and the story come to life. So when possible, do tell that story about your products. For example, surfing David Yerman's website, I was able to learn that their double X crossover ring was actually based on Sybil Yerman, David Yerman's wife, her painting of the ancient X mark. Who would have known that? I wouldn't have been able to tell that from the photo. I had no idea. It's kind of cool to know that little added bit of history about the product. On the Tiffany website, I learned that the pieces from the brand's Paper Flowers collection are inspired by the idea of abstract flower petals, which according to them, represent femininity and industrial modernity. What's the inspiration behind the piece? What special meaning or value do the materials possess? What was involved in making the piece? Those are all types of questions that you can answer in your product descriptions. I know that sometimes it can seem a little cheesy. I get that a lot from my clients. But remember, your customers don't know as much about your products as you do. So it may seem a little bit trite to you because you live that story and it's part of your daily life. But someone looking in on your brand isn't going to see it the same way you do. So you have to always keep that in mind. And I... You know, I wouldn't worry too much about verging on the cheesy. And if you are super worried about it, maybe have an editor or a professional look at it just to make sure. But I'm I'm almost positive you won't get cheesy. The next tip I have is to make your descriptions easy to scan. So with your product descriptions, you'll want to strike a balance between richness and scannability. According to research about how users read websites, 79% of people always scanned any new page they came across and only 16% read word by word. Wow, 
Okay, so while you can't just assume that no one will read your product descriptions, you also can't assume that they will read your product descriptions. So to improve scannability, you'll wanna be concise and specific, incorporate bullet points, use straightforward and objective language, and consider how the text looks on the page. If you are able to incorporate some more white space on the page by maybe like increasing the spacing of the lines or even improving the contrast between the background color of the page and your font color, then you'll definitely be more likely to keep your users engaged and reading and on the page so they can make that purchase. My last tip is to use specific adjectives, but don't rely too heavily on them. So just before I mentioned that you'll want to use straightforward and objective language in order to improve scannability. Of course, it can be difficult to tell a compelling story like what I'm telling you to do or adjust your tone, bring feeling to your descriptions without always using elaborate language. I'm not suggesting you just drop all your adjectives or feeling words altogether. Instead, I want you to be super intentional and specific about the words that you do choose so you don't end up just creating a word salad on your page, as they call it. For example, instead of using generic adjectives like pretty or luxurious, you can try some more specific adjectives that pack a greater punch and then use less of them. A resource like thesaurus.com will really be integral in helping you find specific alternatives like enchanting, refined, or opulent. Ain't no shame in using thesaurus.com. I use it multiple times per day. The right words for your product will depend on your target customer and your individual brand voice. As you can probably tell from this episode, writing product descriptions is a lot more difficult than jewelry entrepreneurs realize. After writing just a few, you may start to wonder, how many different ways can I describe one of our rings? Hiring a professional copywriter can take your product descriptions from generic to compelling. Those descriptions may not be the factor that turns a browser into a lifelong customer, but they will ultimately communicate your brand's mission and values, build trust with your target customer, and provide whatever information a photo can't supply. What do you think? You can always email me, Larissa, that's L-A-R-Y-S-S-A at joyjoya.com with your questions, comments, or feedback. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information about marketing services for your jewelry brand, visit joyjoya.com where you can download our free ebook, Proven Conversion Strategies for E-Commerce Jewelry Retailers.